Here it is going now, guys. Talk Nero City here back for another week of the TNC podcast. Another week of doom and gloom. Um, for some people. For some people, mate. Give me one of them. It's been a while since we've done a great handshake, by the way. Always. I've always respected you for the handshake. Thank you. Um, and I've, people can't see, <clears throat> but the bananas that hold the microphone up just get larger and larger. Are you like injecting these from Papua New Guinea or something and illegally exporting extra large bananas into the country? What can I say, Jack? I just really like an extra large banana. Okay. And perfectly... Let me hold this up. Let me hold this mic. Let me hold this up. Okay. My head is huge. And that's the size of my head. Goodness gracious. And it's got great girth on it as well. It, it really has. Uh, so, respect to the bananas. Mate, <clears throat> you weren't at the game at the weekend. No, I wasn't, sorry. I was on a scouting mission, wasn't I, to find the next Madison in Manchester. Yeah. Did you? Did you find a painting like Madison? Um, no, no one will ever be as good as Madison in, in that position. Quite evidently. I was on the train when that goal went in and I was gutted because mm. it's the first time he scored a free kick at home this season, of course. Mm. And um, what a strike it was. I mean, I was watching the highlights and just in absolute awe, as you would completely expect as a Madison fanboy. And on the train, you had some top trumps as well, I yeah, saw. Yeah, North City top trumps. Beautiful yeah. five sides. Yeah, yeah. I mean, l- luckily, I managed to draw uh, Gunny, Jury. Um, it's almost Edie, like you Bay, you and Roberts in a five-a-side. Um, no, 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 those are the cards I had left. Unfortunately, I, I lost Terry Alcock early doors. Uh, <laughs> that was a big blow. Um, and also, you know, Kevin Keelan um, with his 600 and whatever it is um, appearances for Norwich. So, who is big the, blow. Who is the best card to have in, in the top trumps? Uh, Ron Ashman. Uh, <laughs> Ron Ashman. He is an absolute boss, the top trump. So if you pull out Ron Ashman, you're like... You, you've, pr- you've pretty much won the game if you've got Ron Ashman. Right, okay. Well... Oh. <clears throat> I tell you who is cool, blimey, that is spicy, Jack. This Nando sauce. I tell you who is blimey, tra- mate. Tragic on the North City top trump cards. Who? The worst card, Gary Holt. Really? I honestly loved him as a player. Was Does it not have first... like kind of a physical element? Unfortunately, like... it doesn't have three lungs as, as a category. Um, but no, he just doesn't really deliver. You're feeling a bit fragile, aren't you? I can tell. No, no, no. I'm you're not. Fine. You're fine. Absolutely fine. And your voice is completely intact. Yeah, yeah, of course. Good. Um, anyway, uh, you didn't miss much at Carrow. Well, I heard. I was about to say we lost. We didn't lose. We drew. Did uh, it feel like a loss, though, Jack? I don't think so. Was it so. as bad as Barnsley? No. No. And I, That's I, good. I actually thought... That's positive. I thought we looked better from Barnsley. That isn't hard. Um... And the reason I say it doesn't feel like a loss is because Preston should have won that game. So it almost felt like a point game walking out of there because okay. Preston equalised, I think it was on the 70-minute mark. They should have scored two goals before that. They should have scored two goals after that. We, I can't think, I heard... except for the Murphy chance, yeah. we didn't have a clear-cut chance. Okay. The Madison one is, is, isn't is a clear-cut mm. chance, in my opinion. No, it's not, no. Um, well, it's not. Um I can't think of I think it. it was four chances in open play during the 90 minutes. I'd that's not good enough. No, no, it's not at all. And that, it's, it's worrying. Um, look, same, same as, as the last podcast, Jack, really. I'm massively behind Josh Murphy, but it is worrying at the moment. Um, obviously, his confidence is down. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the, the more that the, the, the fans get on his back um, via social media, it's just going to get worse and worse. And, and that, was the th- that was the thing, that the buzzword there is confidence. I turned around to Gibbo, who I went with, and, and, and just after he missed that, that chance, where he rounded the keeper really well, actually, um, because the week, mm-hmm. or the week prior to that against Bardsley, if you remember, he backed out of one of them mm-hmm. with a the keeper. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just go for it. He went for it this time. He got through Maxwell. And if he's high on confidence, he just strokes that into the back of the net. How was Gibbo as a, as a Chris Reeve replacement? He was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot more calming. Not, um, not as vocal. Though, not right? as vocal. That would be very hard. Okay. But Gibbo brings a certain calmness about it. Yeah, and, yeah. And Bring, when, brings it all down. Settles down. And uh, and also, um, I'm not sure how you you would have reacted with the 15 minutes added time because it was biting cold. Mm. My toes were very much on the edge. Um, and he just he just brought us a certain sense of of, uh, of comfort, warmth that I wasn't going to lose my toes. Okay, good. Um, well done, Gibbo. So, so that was that. Um, but yeah, Josh Murphy. I'm, I can't remember watching a Norwich City player, maybe Ricky Van Wolfswinkel, in recent times, a player so low on confidence. Um, he, he, it's only been that, a couple of games though, Jack. It has. It? it has, and that would probably. Well, yeah, it has only been a couple of games. Um, I don't really know why he is so low on confidence because his performance at the weekend wasn't dreadful. He made a couple of chances. His final ball was a, a bit better. 
But it was that chance that he missed. Um, to be fair to him, to be fair to him, and I, and I did say this to a few people around me, the chance looked a lot easier on telly. Okay. In, in, in real time, he rounds the keeper and he's, he's, the way, he's got it? to defend the two yards in front of him. And I think yeah. his thoughts were was that he'd kind of wait for him to go to ground or put in a slide and then he'd stroke it in. Nelson Oliver was also coming up to the left, so I think he just got caught in two yeah. lines. He fluffed his lines. And it was actually a really good clearance, let's not forget. The defender had done really well. But we didn't that's lose the no, game. Yeah, that's, we didn't lose the game. That's no excuse, though. Murphy should be finishing that. Okay. A few moments later, he squares up to this tall Preston guy, made himself look a bit of a fool. Um, and that wasn't ideal. A lot of criticism as well towards... Nelson Oliveira. Now, yeah, it's hard. It. It's hard to believe if you would have said eight weeks ago that we'd be on a on a on a seven game streak without a win, and Nelson Oliveira would be coming under fire. You would have probably laughed, but that is that is the that is reality for Norwich City at the moment. Is it? I think. What's happening? I think uh, there's a few. I think there's a few people having a, having a grizzle at Nelson. Um, Do I you just, understand why? I just five wanna, league goals a season. Yeah, I just I just want to bring it back down to the actual reality again of just where Norwich City are at and when you look at a team that is low on confidence you're not going to have one single player all guns blazing saving the day it's just not going to be the way and you look at the the final ball into Nelson hasn't been good enough have we played the right players to deliver to Nelson consistently no we haven't um <clears throat> look there's been some shouts that you know Nelson didn't look up for it at the weekend, and I can understand that that fans feel that way sometimes because I've said that about players in in a previous life. But I think what you've got to realise is, just like Mario Vrancic, is that it's it, it might possibly be a, a same situation where, you know, he he just doesn't look like he's not the traditional, you know, p- putting himself about in the right way. Maybe his body language isn't the best, but you know for a fact that if Nelson is given a chance. He will put that ball in the back of the net, and look again. How many how many games has he been back since he's been injured? Was it two, three? Two pathetic. Give it a rest. Mm. Give it a rest. Give the guy a break. I mean, two games. I mean, people are moaning at Cameron Jerome not scoring. People are moaning at Nelson when he's only been back from injury for two games. Mm. Just come on. And I, 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 the thing that kind of this isn't a criticism to Nelson, but I think it was the same with Jerome, and it almost makes me wonder: is this? is this a tactic being deployed by Farker that isn't working. The strikers are dropping so deep and drop and, and, and having to go so wide mm-hmm. and at times not necessarily, you know, rightfully so because there was at times Nelson was drifted out to the right and Josh Murphy was there and it was that we had, had two people out on the wing and no one in the middle mm-hmm. or, or Wes was out on the left and Oliver was drop, dropping out to the left. But you need Ten to... minutes left, Nelson's dropping in to where, um, to where Harrison Reed's playing and you just huh? think, well... Nelson, are you meant to be there? And if you are, then Farker, why are you telling him to be there? Maybe, maybe a wee bit too deep, but you've got to remember that you know it, it doesn't matter where you've played football, whether it be you know Pouring Land Wanderers or you know Mulbarton or Norwich City Football Club. If you're a striker and you're not involved in the game, you've got to drop in deep, yeah. regardless of Daniel Farker tactics. So, you know, whether he's dropping deep too much, but I think that's a very, very minor issue, Jack. The, the real issue is the fact that we're not giving him any opportunities to put the ball in the back of the net. I, I say, I kind of go back to my earlier point that I thought we looked better. I, 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 looking back and looking kind of deeper into it, I think the reason we did look better was Wes Houlihan on the pitch. I thought that chance for, for, for Murphy um, was, was a fantastic through ball from him, a, a ball that no one else would spot. Yeah. And, now, and, and, and Wes brings that spark that we've, we've so often mm. talked about. Did Mario did Mary Vrancic deliver any kind of wonderful Mesut Ozil style He's playing, in, the, he's playing in a deeper role. Okay. Um, he, he's having I saw to. that. I saw that. Because we, uh, Tete's injured. injured, Tribal's injured, Reed I don't think was fully fit. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing is when you play Wes and Madison, you do then lack that width. And you either sacrifice a bit of creativity through Wes or you sacrifice pace and power in Yannick and it's it's that balance that we haven't quite clicked at the moment okay yep I accept that um yeah I thought you were gonna talk no, a bit no more, totally accept it um <laughs> defensively Preston scored with a header by the way Grant Hanley big chance right big chance yeah big chance yeah one of them almost the opposite to Murphy mm. doesn't look like a, a big a big chance um in the game, and you watch it back and go, actually, he's got he's got a free header there, mm. and he just heads it straight into the ground. Yeah, disappointing. 
But let's talk about defending. Um, on the whole, not too bad once again, and, and we, we have to be scoring more goals than we are. That is poor defending for their goal. It happened numerous occasions, the amount of free headers they had. They should have scored probably three headers. Yeah. That's a concern. Yeah, it is a concern. I mean, we, we, we look poor setting up for, you know, d- defensively, um, in my opinion, for, well, my observations over the last few games anyway. Um, I think it's it's frustrating for me because I don't think... I don't think Angus can do much more. He's just left for dead, really, quite frankly. If you leave a player unmarked, what can you do as a goalkeeper, really? Because you're giving that player a 9 out of 10 chance of scoring. Um, it's very difficult. Um, uh, I believe we're still zonal marking. As were Preston. OK, interesting. Um, but then, again, you're looking at Preston. Maybe they just... Maybe they've been working on that more. You just mm. don't know. I think... It, it's, it's just fine... It's fine margins and balances and, and, and you know the injuries at the moment and I know these are all excuses and I accept that these are all excuses but I think we've just got to take Huddersfield as a case study now I know that we're not Huddersfield you know Rob Butler came out with a, with a great tweet in my opinion um, over the past few days which is the fact that we can't really be likened to Huddersfield because they've got tons more money money that Dealer does, doesn't have but in terms of the timeline of events Huddersfield. To be fair though, I don't think Huddersfield invested any more than we did. Exactly, Jack. And my so. point is, Huddersfield had this bad of a start under Wagner mm. in the Championship. Mm. This bad of a start. It wasn't any worse. It wasn't any better. Exact, pretty much near on exactly the same if you look at it. It's not too far a kick in the pants of the same results that we've got. So I just think that Norwich fans need to just... Really, just ex- first of all, just learn to accept the fact that this is a transition. I'm going to say it again. Wait till Christmas. Wait till Christmas. Josh Murphy's long confidence. Wait till Christmas. Nelson Oliveira is, hasn't scored in two games. Come on. Wait till Christmas. You know, Cameron Jerome. Let's sell him. Wait till Christmas. Yeah? The defence isn't working. We're not clicking. Wait till Christmas. You sound like kind of a parent whose kid is hassling. I'm for- absolutely fine. I'm so fine with that, Jack. Come on, this is a transitional season and Norwich fans are losing their heads. You know, the, the positive thing is, if this was under Alex Neal, we would have lost the last two games, one million percent. And whether you like it or not, whether you want Daniel Farquhar or not, which don't even start me on that bull, you know, we would have lost those games under Alex Neal. We've drawn them. It's not the end of the world. I'm, I'm seeing tweets like, well, the playoffs are definitely off now. Come on. It's do just you, so you, short-sighted, Jack. Do you genuinely think that we, we look like a player no, for the no, no. team? Though? Right now, we don't look like it right now. But that's so short-sighted, Jack. You know how long the championship season is. You know that if we thread, uh, if we thread together two or three wins, we're back in the mixer again. It's all it takes. And all it takes is a bit of Madison magic. Right, but we can't we can't be relying on on James Madison because I know Jack. You look back I'm to the away games we don't, that we, we won. don't look like it. But my, but the message is with, with that is that we tr- we need to try to not be so short sighted. Yes, I lost the plot on my fan cam after Barnsley. It was extreme. You know, I'm not sorry for it because I was pissed off at the time. But let's just try and keep our heads and just remember that this is a transitional season. I know I'm gonna sound like I'm on repeat all the time, but it's just very frustrating. I suppose the argument would be from a lot of Norwich City fans is, is this isn't a blip anymore. This is a sustained period where we've underperformed, we've under underachieved, and we are now in a position where we are, I haven't looked at the table, I don't want to, probably seven How points. many games have we lost since our winning run? Do you know? Uh, quite a few, five maybe. Have we? Bolton, Derby... Then there was the home games, weren't there? Arsenal. I think you'll find a lot of those results have been draws. Yes, but draws at home to Barnsley, draws at home to Preston. But they're not losses, Jack. Be... All right, let me get the fixtures list up. If you want to play, if you want to play this game, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm trying to just portray that that this it's it's so you're, you're so I you're happy that... with a, with a no, draw no, no, at home no. to Barnsley. I'm not happy with it. I'm just trying to. I, I'm sympathising with anyone that's frustrated. I'm just as frustrated as them. But I think that Norwich fans are, 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 are at the moment forgetting the, the long-term opportunity 
that Daniel Farker and this new philosophy brings to this football club, Jack. Okay, just, Massively. So just to answer you, we, 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 we've got so many injuries. Okay, go so, on, uh, kill me. Go on. So lost, lost to Arsenal. Yeah. Lost to Derby. That's in the cup. Forget the cup. Okay. Lost to Derby. Lost to Wolves. Yeah. Lost yeah. to Bolton. Yeah. Lost to Nottingham Forest. Yep. Yeah. So that's four. And in that run, we've also had a draw to Barnsley. Right. So two and a draw to Preston. Right. Two of those losses. Yep. I can accept. Right. Sorry. Two of those losses I can't accept. Nottingham Forest. We are a better team than Nottingham Forest. Yeah. Bolton. We are a better team than Bolton. But we lost. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And that's where I'm frustrated. You can't argue a bit about the Wolves game. Yeah, but yeah. Arsenal should be absolutely caning us if you want to count the cup game. And to be fair to Derby County, they deserved it. They deserved to beat us. And, you know, we're not... I wouldn't say that... The, the but that game... doesn't make it any better because they deserve to beat us. We still lost the game. I agree, Jack. I agree, Jack. All I'm trying to say is, how many games have you just accounted for there in the league? Four? Five? Six. Okay. How many games are there in a championship season? I'm challenging you today, aren't I? Uh, 46. Okay. So, it's... <laughs> really? Is there? Yeah, 46. Okay. Yeah. 46 games. There's a lot of points still, still available for, but, for Norwich to get. But I now bring you our next three fixtures. Yep. Cardiff away. Yep. Haven't, I don't think they've lost at home this season. Fine. Sheffield Wednesday away. Tough. Leeds away. Tough. And then it gets a little bit easier over Christmas. Four games over Christmas. We have to be winning. Bradford, Birmingham, Burton, Millwall. So, so let me just... Away from home, let me just so say, much more comfortable with it. Okay, so you're happy, we, to, we you're could, happy to lose away from home, are you? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that you fighter I'm saying the pressure's going to be on Cardiff is it? 100% they're the better team at the moment pressure on us surely no way 7 games that away. nah not away from home mate no way okay, so we lose. Cardiff will be more worried about slipping up to little old Norwich than Norwich are about losing to Cardiff in my opinion yeah but we're on such a poor run all I'm saying Jack is if that game was at home alright fair enough but away from home, we could surprise people. You've seen what we can deliver away from home, Jack. You've seen it. What defeats the Nottingham Forest? <laughs> you know where I'm going, mate. Okay, so say if we say if we draw to Cardiff. Yeah, good result. Okay, I take it definitely. Right, cool. We then come up at home. Home. You've said you know yep. we should be winning our home games. Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. If we draw against Cardiff, that's now one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games without a win. Yep. What's what's the situation like? Is there pressure on the board? Is there pressure on No. Is there pressure on the players? Yeah. That's where it is, Jack. As a collective unit, we're not performing well enough. Okay. To blame Farco is like a bit stupid. Mm. It, it, it is. And yeah. you know, I'm seriously our injury situation is madness right now I've never I can't remember a time that we've had so many key players out injured and consistently as well to be fair Pritchard by the way you know Pritchard is now back in the mix again and what an opportunity that is Mm. Um, look the pressure is on the players to deliver they just need a bit of confidence instilled and that doesn't happen until you get a win under your belt I'm I'm just going to bring up that that injury list I'm, I'm not disagreeing here but, except for the midfielders, and I agree, we are incredibly light on midfielders, and that is possibly the reason why we are struggling so much at the mm-hmm. moment. Okay. Except for that, injury-wise, James' husband is injured. Would he get in the starting eleven over Steeperman? Possibly, but I'm... it's not a massive difference. Mm. Tim Closer probably yep. would get in. Yep. Except for that, who else would get in the team that's injured? Well, well, Pritchard's been out all season. Yeah, Nelson Oliveira's been out consistently recently. Yes, but Pritchard's These back. These are your top two players you're talking about. Pritchard's back, Nelson's back. Nothing's wow. changed. It's been one game, Jack. <laughs> Look at you. You know how to wind up, don't you? It's been one game. Yeah, it's good Come fun. on. Um, so, in general, be honest with me here. Be honest. How are you feeling currently? Well, honestly, because of the fact that I didn't turn up to the game on Saturday, I'm I'm feeling okay. Mm. It's disappointing, but I'm I'm just safe in assurance that these things take time. Mm. They do take time. It's so frustrating. I understand and I appreciate how pissed off we all are with it right now. Mm. 
but please, please, please just look at the long-term game here, game opportunity for Norwich right now. Yes, we could be at ground zero, you know, come Christmas. But what is the what is the chances of that, honestly? Well, at the moment, if you're a betting man, you'd probably say quite likely. In terms of the sustained period we've been through, you can't you can't argue against it. It's a sustained period of underperforming. If you're if you're a Cardiff fan, if you're a Sheffield Wednesday yeah. fan, if you're a Leeds fan, you think, bro, brilliant, be, we're playing Norwich, we're yeah, going to beat them. Yeah, you're going to be buzzing. Yeah, great, brilliant, perfect opportunity for Norwich to make them slip up. Pressure's on them. So how likely is that though? You can't not honestly, very. you can't honestly not tell me. No, I'm not. With the sustained period, creating next to no chances and scoring next to no goals. Yeah. We've scored 17 goals this yeah. season. This time last season, we'd scored 34. Yeah. We've scored okay. half the amount of goals. Okay. Probably created half of the amount of chances. Okay. If not less than that. Okay. You're genuinely telling me that you're optimistic no. that we can go into the next no. three don't, games. Don't try and make well, me... That's what you've just no, said. No, 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 Jack. You're trying to put me... You're trying to put a fence in between us, Jack. I'm on everyone's team here. And I'm sympathising with everyone that's pissed mm. off. I'm just saying, forget about the facts, the figures, the stats, that this player is that player, that player, Daniel Farker, Bore, Delia, blah, 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 blah. Take all of that out. We've got a new system in place. It's going to take time. Mm. Now, Alex Neal should have gone at Christmas. And admittedly, I was wrong by saying, you know, I said at Christmas, yeah, we probably should give Alex Neal a wee bit longer. I was wrong. Totally admit it. And that's why this season... I put Christmas as the sell-by date on it before I want to see evidence that this philosophy can work. But we've already seen, Jack, Mm. the evidence that this philosophy, this way of playing football, this current set of players can deliver fantastic results for this football club. Okay. Um, So basically, the moral of the story is if everything does go tits up, we all just go to Manchester and and have a dance. (laughs) But you know what, and that is worrying, by the way. You, do you know what is worrying? What? The fact that I didn't actually mind that I missed it. Yeah, and, and a lot of people, there were a lot of empty was the, att- the attendance was the lower attendance again, was wasn't poor. it? I think it was about 25,000. And that, there's been a couple of Burton uh, earlier in the season. It, w- it was similar. Yeah, it's disappointing, isn't it? Um, and, and I was saying to you before we, before we turned the camera on, it's, it's a very strange situation we're in at the moment in Norwich because we came off this massive high, nine games unbeaten, some lovely football throughout that period. Admittedly, there were a lot of draws in there and we didn't score many goals, but things were flying high. We, mm-hmm. we so nearly knocked Arsenal out of the cup. We beat Ipswich in the league. We were thinking, right, you know, Farker, you know, he's, he's our man. He's doing, doing bits. And I still believe that. And now we're in this... Six, seven game, game streak without Trough. out without yeah. a win. Morale is incredibly low. Can't quite pinpoint why. I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's the end. Why? Of the what world. do you mean you can't pinpoint why? Results. No. Simple. Yeah. Results. Okay. But what I mean is, I don't think people can pinpoint where they're directing their anger. Do they direct it to Farker? Do they direct it to the players? Is it Weber? Is it Delia? And in, in, in recent seasons, Chris Hewton. Well, it's Chris Hewton's fault. Then it was McNally. Then it was Alex Neal. Maybe we're starting to realise that the, the collective failings in the past four years are what are to blame now. And it's not a specific person. I think I agree with that for the last couple of seasons. But this season, I don't think you can say that. And I don't. In terms of the know, collective failings that has now been inherited by Jack Weber and. North City Football Club isn't a car insurance payout. Stop treating it like one. Quite frankly, if you are just sitting there saying, oh, it's all Daniel Farker's fault, get him out. I just think you're just blind. I honestly think you're blind. I don't blind. think many people are saying that. It's not, well, but people are saying it. Couple, couple of people. I, don't, I, I, didn't, hear, air, I didn't hear anyone at, at the game. Have you read week. Twitter in the last two days? Twitter's a bubble of nonsense, isn't it? How many, pe- how many people, Ooh, blimey, how many people have, you, have you seen? I actually, really value, I actually really value the questions that we get to this podcast. <laughs> no, I do as well. How many, um, how many people have you seen slagging off Farker? A lot. How many? Oh, Jack, come on. 20? Okay, fine. So I'm just saying. One thousandth of, of right. Arrow's attendance. All right. I'm just saying, mate. It's just extremely frustrating that people are always looking to blame yeah. someone. Let's just take accountability of the fact that the collective unit right now has been shite. They've all been shite. Farker? He's got, you know, arguably he's set up in the wrong way. He shouldn't have started Mario Vrancic in a couple of games, you know. Um, he, he should have played Wes when he didn't play Wes. Um, he probably kept Cameron Jerome 
it, I don't know. There, there's, there's so many different Steve things. Steve Stone's been good this season. <laughs> Steve Stone is a top boy. He is a top man. Just, let's just, please, let's just, just calm down. I know it's hard, but please accept the fact that it is a transitional season. That's it. It's frustrating, but you've just got to sit back and accept it. Mm. There's the only Go, thing sit that back you can and do. What? The sit back and accept no, averageness. No, there's the only thing you can do as a fan, and, and yeah, and you're right, mate, don't sit back and accept averageness and stay quiet. The frustrating thing, actually, one of the most frustrating things for me at the moment is the atmosphere. That's not acceptable yeah. in the slightest. Don't give a flying you know so, what about the results. It's it? it's dead. It's honestly like sitting in a graveyard. Yeah. It's just so poor and I don't understand people turning up to the football with the mindset of the fact that it's gonna go all wrong, they're gonna moan from the offset, we're gonna lose three nil, Daniel Farker out, Deed is taking all the money. Please just what's the point in turning up? In fact, quite honestly, if you if you're not turning up to the games and you're a moaner, quite frankly, good. I hope you stay at home. I'm fed up with it. Season in, season out. It's complete bull. It gets us nowhere as a football club. All right, it's frustrating, and you're totally entitled to to boo at the final whistle if you want to, to to you know show that you're frustrated that Josh Murphy is potentially Mr. Sitter, but to turn up to the game with the mindset that we're going to lose, to turn up and not sing on the ball city loud and proud, is quite frankly just pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. I'm glad you've got that off your chest, mate. I really am. By the way, this Nando sauce tonight is tasting probably better than ever. Yeah, it's not too spicy, is it? It's going down a treat. Yeah, really, really nice. Yeah. Really nice. Um, let's get on to some, some questions, shall yeah. we? By the way, Prince Harry is um, he's getting married. Great. Um, he's punching as well. Let's just say that. Good. Good old boy. Um, right, so questions. Let's start off with... Norwich City Central. Very topical question. Which Norwich City players would be the best to watch in I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here? <laughs> Thanks for lightening the situation, Norwich City Central. Yeah. Um, for me... Probably Nelson Oliveira. Okay, why? Just very reactive, isn't he? Mm. Bit of a live wire. Yeah. Bit of a spark about him. Yeah. But also quite brave. So I, I kind of yeah. feel like he'd con- contribute to I'm a Celebrity quite well. Um, mine would be... Not that like I watch it, but I've heard what it's about. You, lo- you love it really deep down. Are you joking me? Do you not like... Do you honestly not like I've, I'm I've not watched it at all. Have you ever watched it? Yeah, I have, yeah. Gave it a chance. Didn't give me any value as a human being, so stop watching it. I think it gives me a lot of value. What? I haven't watched this series, but... Um, what has it taught you? Well, when Christopher Biggins was on there, that was good. Peter Andre, he was good on there. What, what um, did he give you, Jack? He gave me lots of entertainment, lots of laughs. Um, okay, he made you laugh. Fair enough. Yeah. That's good value. Well yeah, done. Good That's value. Good. Um, actually, I don't think Peter Andre did make me laugh that much, but... Um, who would be the best on there? Um... You know what? But I'm putting Paul Jones in there because I want to see him eat a witchetty grub. I just want him to. Do and at least something. he'll have something to do. Yeah, I just want him to do something. Quite frankly, he did play for the under twenty threes the other day and conceded two. Jesus. Uh, Edward Chalou asks, "What? And by the way, what a name! What a lovely name!" Chalou. Oh, oh, he's, he's a trendy lad as well. He's in a band. Is he? Yeah, you can just tell. He's met Louis Theroux. I mean, what is? Has he? Yeah. Oh, what a boy. Fair play. What else is there to do? He's in a band. He's retweeted Protrition. Oh, hello. Here he is. He loves it. Jack, what's the question? Who has more success with the ladies? <laughs> um, We're both in long-term relationships. so And, and happy relationships. Yeah. So yeah. very successful. Yeah, incredibly successful with ladies. I'd say we've won, basically. Yeah. Quite frankly. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Mate, I, I love these questions. Beer Boggs, he's back. Beer Boggs is back. What a name. Um, new profile picture as well. He just says, is your average Norwich fan a proper green yellow fella? Like that. His question is, who would you choose to be your personal shopper around Roy's of Roxham? <laughs> Fantastic. By the way, two, two of my favourite shops in Norfolk. Roy's of Roxham. Please tell me you're having a bubble <laughs> bath. 
Roy's a rock star. Are you being serious? <laughs> and Latham's a pot of higher. <laughs> Mate, there is nothing better to do on a Sunday afternoon than it's when it's raining than to go to Latham's a pot of higher, pick up a sausage roll from the bakery, and then have a look around the garden centre. I, I can tell you're from Great Yarmouth, Jack. Mate, pot higher is a class day out. I think you're underestimating the value that Norfolk brings. Is there a Latham's in London? Jack, I will fly the flag for Norfolk until I die, but I'll fly it for the good reasons. The cathedral, the castle, Norwich Market. And you know what? Fair enough. Great Yarmouth Market. Not bloody Latham's of Potterheim. Come on. Why? You may as well sit in... What's wrong with Latham's? You may as well... You'll get more entertainment in a bingo hall, oh, I bet. I bet, you're a, I bet you're one of these posh knock-cuts boys, aren't you? Love a walk around Knockcuts Garden Centre. Why would Why would I spend my free time walking around Knockcuts? Don't know. I'm. I just think you're not spending your free time wise, Jack. <laughs> Maybe not. Who'd be your personal shop around Roy's? Delia. Oh, okay. Because it's got like kind of. Yeah. See where you're coming from this one. Roy's is a very outdated, tragic affair. Oh, that's harsh. That that's 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 no that's harsh. Am I... That's libelous. No, 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 no. Slander. No. Delia's legend. This is nothing about Delia. I think Delia could actually help Roy's. Oh, so, right. I think Delia could bring a new life to Roy's. I think Delia could reinvigorate Roy's. She's there to help you, not Roy's. Well, I'm changing the question. I think if Delia comes to me and personal shops for me at Roy's and picks out the, the kitchenware, I think she might you know, say to the manager, what the are you doing right mm. now? You know, why have you got beanie bears next to... You know, cutlery. Mm. Why Why is that? Mm. Why does your shop stink of piss and old people? That's harsh as well. No, it's not harsh. <laughs> it's not harsh, it's I the truth. I don't think it does. You can't harsh. handle the truth. You know I'd take? Former Norwich player. Okay. Javier Garrido. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> because he used... What car did he used to drive around? Wasn't it like a Toyota he Prius used to, or something? He used no. to drive around the Norwich City Club car, which all of the <laughs> staff had. Um, which it was a Hyundai, a Hyundai, that's and, it, it. and it was just the most average thing possible. Just and it had the Norwich City stuff plastered all over. Just it as seems well. like a very boring person, um, and I think that's harsh. No, I think me and him would, would do guy. well around Roy's. Get a pile of dish. You kind of um, look like a, a bit like Javier Garrido, actually. Me? Yeah. Do I? Not really. Hmm. Next question. God, these crisps are so now, addictive. Now another question. From Max Furman, who also looks incredibly trendy. He's got a microphone in front of the Ajax advertisement boards and he goes to Loughborough Uni. Okay. Who's got who's got more success with the ladies? It's a popular question this why, week. Why has this question come in? Not sure. Both very successful in very prosperous relationships. Yeah. Much like Norwich and Daniel Farker. A prosperous long-term relationship. We hope. Wow. Ah. Oh, <laughs> you know what? This man always brings a smile to who, my face. Who is it? Go on, who is it? It's only bloody Willemots Limited back again. And I tell you what, he's, he's been out and he's been cutting some grass. And I tell you what, look at this. Just stand up. Show some appreciation for Willemots. Big up, Willemots. Go on, Willemots. Look at this. Now, you haven't seen this picture yet, but he has been in the... In the in the premises of the aforementioned cathedral, and he has been cutting has. rugby pitches today. Has he? Look at them! Oh my! Look that at the surface. Yeah, and look, lovely stripes on the rugby pitches. You know what? I think Norwich Cathedral have seen him on this podcast and have employed. What school that is reason. that? Is that Norwich School? Yeah, it's posh boys. Yeah, very posh, and and they deserve uh, the they finest deserve, grass. Yes, they do. Of if you're course. paying a premium for your education, you deserve Willamot's Limited Grass Cutting. Uh, Flake didn't have it. Where, where, did, where did you go to high school? Framlingham Earl. Bet Framlingham Earl didn't have grass this far. No, definitely not. We had molehills everywhere. Because you have to remember, on the daily life of contract groundsmen, <laughs> come rain or sun, weeds will always outgrow grass. Agreed. Um, so, Willowbots, what is the question? He says, we must... This isn't even a question, this is a statement. We must get Carlton Morris back in January. Yeah. He's nearly okay. 22. We must give him a try or let him go. I am so on board with Wilmots. It's not just because I'm a massive fanboy of Wilmots. I just really, really respect that statement in, in every single form. I think that Carlton Morris could bring something different to the team. I think he brings that Grant Holt presence. I think he's physical. 
I think he's got what it takes. I think he's got the hunger. I think he's got the drive. I think he's probably quite good in the air. I'm just making an assumption there. Kind of making this up as I go now. I just think Carl Morris would bring something different. And what a fantastic player to have that comes on off your bench on the 70-minute mark, hopefully, to try and make an impact. I've got to the stage in the season now, Will Knotts, where um, I kind of agree because what is there to lose? Yeah. Um, my only worry is he's 22 has never, under a few managers, been given that chance in the first team. There must be a reason for that. He scored, what, five goals in League One? Not a, not a fantastic statistic for a 22-year-old player. But, you might as well give him a chance. Nothing Much to harder to break into a team as a young striker than it is anywhere else on the pitch, Jack. Yeah, completely agree. Um, but if you, haven't, if you haven't broke through at 22... You're, you are so sceptical tonight. No, I'm just basically trying to wind you up. Okay, good. We've not done it there. Okay. Um, James Nichols, who is a oh, he's a he's a Norwich City season ticket holder in the Upper Barclay. He loves ale, craft he's ale and craft beer. Love the um, and he loves whiskey and a cigar. Um, Top boy. James says Jerome Sinclair in January? Question mark only cost Watford four million pounds, and they don't play him. Thoughts, please. Do you want me to hop in here? Yeah, go for it. Jerome Sinclair <laughs> used to play for Liverpool. We were linked with him. And Watford signed him for £4 million. Forward or a winger. Kind of coming under the under the bracket of a Marley Watkins type role. We're not going to sign him unless we sell Nelson Oliveira. So. No. Uh, I don't think Jerome Sinclair's the man. I think we probably need a Carlton Morris. But he could be the Jerome man Sinclair. if we sell one of our strikers. He could be. He so could it's be. a valid shout. Yes, no, it's a valid shout. I don't think Jerome Sinclair's the man. Um... Yeah, haven't really watched him play, okay. and if and if he hasn't been playing all season, it's probably better options. Uh, thanks for the question, though, James. Rory Rory Ives asks: Are Norwich playoff hopes gone? I've not answered that question. No, it's a question sent in by Rory, so you must ask. Answer really? Mm. Oh, okay, Rory. No, they're not gone. They're not going to be gone for a long time. Um, you know the league is a very close league as I've said two to three wins can put us back in the mixer again with a chance of getting the playoffs they're not gone they're not gone Ollie who is a Preston fan and he's a Russian student at the University of Nottingham Russian studying Russian wow yeah fair play Ollie Um, he says on Saturday did you see traits of an Alex Neal side in our Preston North End style of play. Did you, Jack? Wouldn't surprise me if not, given it's a worse squad than he had to work with at Norwich. Now, first of all, I, I, I was quite impressed with Preston. I must admit, I thought they looked good. The, oh, I've got to show my lack of knowledge here. The, the, the guy who scored against us at Carrow last season, Dreadlocks, really impressed with him. Really impressed with, I think his name is Robinson, a winger. I'm sorry, Preston fans. I should know names. Why sorry? You don't support Preston? No, I don't. But, you know, I should probably have a slight lack of, slight bit of knowledge. Maybe. I um, was impressed with them too. I like Hamill up front. Um, I thought... You're a closet Preston fan, Jack? No. I'm a bit of a closet Luton fan, I think. Not you know what? I don't, you know what? You know, I, I always do dive into teams, but, you know, why not? Because I'm hated anyway. Um, when I went to Preston, something really confused me about Preston. The whole stadium was like sponsored by caravans and caravan companies, right? And caravans everywhere, all around the streets. What is Preston's? Ob- is there any culture with Preston that I'm not aware of? They just love caravans. Yeah, well, Alex Neal strikes me as a man who loves a caravan. I rate, yeah. Mm. Maybe that's why he signed mm. for them because he loves a caravan. Interesting. Ollie, let us know. Yeah, please, um, please do. I was quite impressed with Preston. Um, I thought they looked slightly less rigid than the, than the four two three one that Alex Neal got so famous for. Um, Steady on. You, to be fair, though, wasn't very hard to defend against us. Quite easy to score the goal. It, if I'm being brutally honest here, two average championship sides playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I've got nothing against Preston. I hope Alex Neal does well there. I like Alex Neal. No, I haven't got anything about against Preston either. No. They've, all, they've always, if you look at the previous results, Preston versus Norwich, Preston have always done pretty well, to be fair. Yeah. Um, got Alex, got Neil Adams sacked. Exactly. Preston, I, I think they'll be a mid-table championship team this season. Yep. Yeah, cool. Um... This is a good question from Holy Houlihan. 
He says Wes Houlihan is the GOAT. Um, should we sell Nelson? I know Chris will dismiss this question very quickly at the moment, but he seems to be sulking and not putting 100% effort in. With the transfer window <laughs> just a month away and his agent being Jorge Mendes, do you think he wants a move and would it be the best for everyone? First of all, lovely, lovely question. Is it because is it because it says that I'll dismiss the question? No, I just thought it was a really well put together question. It was alright. Did uh, you know Nelson's agent? Uh, no. Bloody hell, a bit chilly there. <laughs> <coughs> Get yourself together, Jack. Um, Nelson Oliveira, I think. Um, <coughs> oh, you're right, mate. I hit the wrong bit of the. You're right, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you there? Yeah, I'm still. In, I'm still in the game. Yeah, I love this game. Good man. Right, Nelson Oliveira is one of the best assets of this football club. Okay. He, in my opinion, is still one of the best strikers in the league. I think that he um, has sh- has shown in the last two games that he's low on confidence too because he's been out injured. It's just been two games. And I think if a player sulks for one game, if it looks like he's sulking for one game, does that mean that he's off and his ma- and his agent wants him out and all this? No, it doesn't. Mm. I think that you know if you see Nelson Oliveira sulking in the next three, four, five games, I think that there's a point there. I'm not dismissing the question. Uh, because by all means, if I was Nelson Oliveira, I would be looking at my options. Um, but I'm, I'm just saying, I just don't really think it's an issue right now. I, I think Nelson strikes me as a player that just wants to feel loved. And you look at his career, yep. it's been very sporadic and lots of loan moves. And it, yep. it feels like when he was going through that sensational run of form, that he'd found his home. He, he found a place where he felt loved. And then he had that injury, that really niggling injury that can't be easy to deal with a play, as a player when you don't mm-hmm. really know what's going on with your body. Mm-hmm. Uh, the team at that point were actually... You, it's strange because you look at the run of form that we were doing well. Nelson wasn't in the squad. It was Jerome who was leading the line. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it, it's an interesting dynamic in terms of when Nelson's been playing, we've been performing poorly. Now, that's not down to Nelson. And I actually don't think his performance at the weekend was that bad. I thought he held the ball up well. Didn't really have a chance. Maybe that was his un, his own undoing. I think Nelson, if he's wise, will stay here. I think, now, yes, of course, having an agent like Mendes is not going to help in terms of sustainability of staying at a club. But I think Nelson, if he's, if he's got a brain on him, probably half a brain in there somewhere, but Nelson he would stay. And I think, I agree. already left. Yeah, he could have done in, in, in the summer. And he um, would have been on more money. So what? And, I, and I agree. I think Nelson is, is one of the best strikers in this league. And let's not forget, I was one of the people, I'm sure you, you probably were at the, at the start, when he first joined, he looked terrible. I remember watching him away at QPR and thinking, what have we bought here? Really? And he, hadn't, and he hadn't really scored goals before that, so I think that was a, that was a rightful opinion. And then he turned it around and he's, he's got a fantastic goal-scoring record. Give it a few more games, I'm sure exactly. he'll be scoring again. Exactly. Uh, Greg Porter asks, uh, let's see what Greg does. He is a so-called football purist. The more I play, the luckier I get. Stratford Town FC doing the 92. Greg? Love that. Love that. I love reading people's Twitter bios. Um, he says, best Christmas present you've ever received or given, and you can't say a TNC mug. Still using my TNC mug, still the best me mug too. I own. My girlfriend's got a TNC you, mug as well. Yeah, that still was the the, yeah, you got that for me for last Christmas, I think, didn't you? I think I just, because it's just such a high quality mug. Mm. What's the best Christmas present I've had? Um, it's a tough one. I've had many lovely presents mm. at Christmas time. <laughs> right. Um, I'm going to say uh, my mum bought me uh, my first ever Norwich shirt, which was the Coleman's mustard shirt. And she gave you a l- um, lifetime of suffering. And, and that was beautiful. Mm. It was really lovely. That actually. was a nice shirt, actually. Yeah, decent. Really nice. You know what I although, was... I, although I didn't really like it because I ended up buying loads of Coleman's mustard after I, after I had it on, Jack. <laughs> It was a real issue for me. I got addicted to mustard <laughs> and um, I actually um, had to go to hospital because I just had so much mustard in my body. became a mustard addict. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad actually. <laughs> As a six-year-old kid. Yeah, it was Spooning mustard. Yeah, it was a tough one. No, I was, I was there for you, mate. Um, you know what I always love receiving at Christmas? Socks. Okay. Because, and I'll tell you why. Where are you going with and this, And I Jack? think people underestimate socks. Where are you going with Have this, Have you Jack? ever gone out on your own and bought yourself a pair of socks? 
Why would you? Exactly, because you get them for Christmas. Uh-huh. And it means that you don't have to then go out and spend your hard-earned cash on socks. So I think socks and underwear is the best possible Christmas present. Because okay. you never go out and buy them yourself. That's fair enough. And sli- bloody love a pair of slippers at Christmas. And extra small for you, Jack, is very cheap as well. Extra small socks, of course, for my small feet. And yes. you know what small feet mean. Large brains. Yes. Large... Um, yeah. Jack, these, we might have to stop putting 18 plus in these podcasts. <laughs> um, <laughs> Remy Matthews. Uh, is he the answer for next season if Angus Gunn doesn't sign? Doing bits at Plymouth from Yarmouth. If he doesn't sign, then yeah. He's going to have to be, isn't he? I like Remy Matthews. I think he's a top, yeah, I've got he's a top man. I think, I think he's, yeah, he's a good keeper. Good keeper. Yeah. Good keeper. Yeah, yeah. Or is it Paul Jones? <laughs> Actually, I saw Michael McGovern at the weekend. Did you? Mm. Looking well? Looking really cold. He was walking back to his car. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I also saw Daniel Farker in his car. Now, I'll leave this with you. Comment below what you think Daniel Farker drives. I was going to um, Riverside on Sunday uh, to watch Paddington with my mum. Lovely, Um, good, well done. Really good, really good film. Yep, good. Uh, and he was driving the other way, I think going to the under-23 game. Okay. What car does Daniel Farker drive? Whoever gets it right wins... The Pride of TNC Award. Arthur Bourneville. Um, Chris Cassidy, who is a Sheffield United fan. Yeah. Is oh, he no, he's the, not. Is no, he's he not. one of the ones that beats people up? MFC season ticket holder. MFC? Oh, Middlesbrough? Macclesfield, maybe? I think Middlesbrough. Who would you rather spend a night alone with? Alex Neal or Chris Wilder? In what? Doesn't specify what you're doing with them, just a night alone. Um, I don't really feel comfortable answering that question, Jack. No. Quite, quite a weird question. I think I would rather spend time with... Alex Neil, I don't think you'd be able to strike a great conversation up with Alex Neil. Nah, that's wrong. He's actually a really nice guy face to face. Oh, is he? Yeah, he is. What? I mean, you can have a decent. If you're on his, if you're on his right side, he's a top. He's a top bloke. Okay, I'll go with Alex Neil then. I'll go with Alex Neil. Chris Wilder's just a prick, isn't he? Let's be honest. Tristan Long, Matters or Pritchard? You can only have one. Who do you choose? Matters. Why? Not seen Pritchard in a while, so I've forgotten how much I love him. <laughs> so ask us again in two weeks, and it might yeah. be. I think, oh god, makes me froth at the mouth just think that they're both. Oh, don't! I honestly don't mention it, please. Honestly, mm. it just gets me so excited. The thing I love about Pritchard and the thing I love about Madison is they both got, I think, such a great winning mentality. Just setting stone. Could and should Pritchard play in Josh Murphy's position? It's a possibility. Because then you're looking pretty, quite frankly, sexual going forwards, aren't you? You've got Wes, Pritchard, can you play, Madison. Can you play all of them together? Why not? Just create the massive Norwich City. <laughs> so it's either you oomph. you go for mega width, or you just scrap that and just go incredibly narrow and just hope that something, something that would be gorgeous comes yeah. up. And I'm Which sure will. something would. It would. Yeah. yeah. Um, I yeah. love that. Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay. <laughs> ah, Tom Cash. Tom Cash. Welcome Cashy. back, my friend. His um, I love his, his bio is simply NCFC. Love heart. Love heart. We're getting closer to the Chris Reeve Christmas deadline. And by the looks of I things, I love that. I love that. Well played. And by the looks of things, we're going to be behind Ipswich mid-table and playing with a boring style of football. How many points in uh, Ipswich? How long us? do we give Farker after Christmas? I can't see the club sacking him. But I still refuse to accept mid-table mediocrity. No, it's, it's it's fair enough, Tom. I understand your frustration. I would say that Ipswich. How many points are Ipswich above us? If they win their game in hand tomorrow, I think they'd go seven. Seven points ahead of us. I think that's not really anything in terms of the season long, is it? Seven points is nothing. So I wouldn't worry about Ipswich. You know where they'll finish off lower than Norwich as always. Um, yeah, it's disappointing to accept <coughs> mid-table mediocrity, but let's just again just. Um, 
Jack, you're really struggling with the spice, aren't you? <laughs> no, that was a that was a chunk of Dorito Chili. that time. Oh, okay. Yeah, it just got lodged in my I throat. think we should stay away from the crisps, shouldn't we? Just one more. Um, I don't really know how to answer that question, really. I'm struggling a little bit. Um, he, he doesn't like the style of football and... Um, but the Chris Reeve Christmas deadline, I agree. And what, and when we reach the Chris Reeve Christmas deadline, I will begin to um, be slightly negative and worried myself. Good. Um, I think that's about... There's so many questions about us and ladies this week. Do you reckon people have like um, hijacked it? Like we like they hijacked the player of the season when they voted Car- Carlo, Nash. Carlo Nash, the mighty Nashmeister. Possibly. Um, Cedric Ancelon followed um, my girlfriend the other day Cedric is a right top so. boy oh by the way um, did you see Cedric's done his like he's having to have his ACL mm. operate on so he was sitting here not ideal with a snap ACL and he didn't even know he's just a warrior of life isn't he because because he makes his bed in the morning yeah um, yeah that is that's that um, yeah podcast done Cardiff, Cardiff away and went on Friday Need to mention Simon Thomas. Yes, we do. Um, what do you say? Um, Our condolences, Simon, and his and his boy. Yeah, I mean, and his family. Um, just news you can't really wrap your head around. Um, we know how tough it is to, to lose to lose a parent. So for uh, for, for poor old Ethan, it's um, it's going to be tough, but. Um, He's got the best dad in the world, and um, and a mum who I'm sure is going to be very proud of him. But yeah, our, our thoughts and um, and prayers are with with Simon and his and his kid and his and, and his family and, and everyone involved because um, it's bloody horrible. And I suppose yeah. it puts um, it puts everything into perspective. <laughs> small matter of football in, into perspective when, yeah. um, when when things like that happen. Yeah, I think I think just everyone was was very not touched is the right word. Very saddened by the news yeah of course of um, course so yeah um, I don't know if we can do anything to help in any way um, well I just think that I just think that the Norwich City family can just try and show as much love as possible to Simon and his family um, over the coming years because it's going to be a tough time for him mm. as we know Jack so yeah yeah um, yeah we'll leave it there thanks very much for watching and we will see you very soon see you later